Welcome to Happy Inside, it's Michelle here, bringing you 10 years of clinical experience in gut-focused therapy and embodied psychotherapy. We're talking about the behavioural and psychological aspects of gut disorders, chronic conditions, chronic stress and anxiety. All those conversations you've been waiting to have are happening here. love recording these podcasts for you. I love it. I I I have so much fun doing it. I you know I love coming up with a topic that's relevant to you that hopes hopefully reaches you and feels aligned and you know helps you have a shift or some growth or some insight or just something that brings you benefit. And yeah, often I, you probably don't know this, I often sit down and I go, okay, I'm going to re- record a podcast. What am I going to talk about today? And I have a huge list of topics that I tend to write down when I, you know, pops into my mind. Uh, and today I had this idea, well, what often happens is I see themes in my clinic. Uh, clients presenting with the same theme over and over. And I have one of those themes for you today, which is about stimulus and response. Because what I'm hearing and seeing, and I experience this too, is that there's not a lot of space internally. There's not a lot of space inside (laughs) to kind of, you know, regulate the self or stay composed between the stimulus and the response. (laughs) And I like what Viktor Frankl says. He's a um, psychiatrist, I think, maybe a psychologist. I thought he was a psychiatrist. But he says, between stimulus and response, there is a space. In that space is our power to choose our response. In our response lies our growth and freedom. I love that. It's like, yeah, there's a space. We forget. (laughs) Like, you know, it's all about room and space and, you know, there's that space, just the idea of it. Like, hang on a second. Stimulus and response aren't like, you know, jammed together. Um, (laughs) How they often feel, which is like, the stimulus happens and then bang, there's the response. And it's so easy to respond in an emotive way because, of course, let's face it, if you are in stimulus and response and there's no space in between, then we can pretty much guarantee that that response is emotive. It comes from emotion mind, right? (laughs) And we know that that's not always the most effective place to respond from, especially if that stimulus, you know, has uh, stimulated um, past wounds, um, you know, vulnerabilities, fears, you know, things that can activate responses 
um, in us that might not be as effective as they could be. (laughs) So here's the thing. When you come and work with me, one of the main objectives that we're doing is creating space within you. Most clients that see me are overwhelmed, stressed, anxious, um, at capacity, not much room and space within them. And so when it comes to stimulus and response, there is no space in between that Viktor Frankl's talking about. <laughs> the response just happens. And, and then often what happens is the response is not really how they wanted to respond if they reflected on it later on. And so it's now created an additional problem on top of the one that they were already having. Uh, and so it kind of snowballs and, of course, continues to build that overwhelm and stress and anxiety, ending up with the very thing that you're trying to overcome or get some more space from. So the objective when we work together is to create that space between the stimulus and the response because that's where your power is to choose your response, to take the time to make considerations and choose that response. So we're always creating more space and, you know, I've been in private practice 11 years and I've never had anyone say to me, you know what, I don't want more space within me. No, 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 I've never met a person who shut that down, (laughs) who wants the opposite. No one goes, oh, my God, let's let's just create more chaos on the inside. Uh, No, it's always wanting more space. So it's a really important objective um, that we have when we're working together. I really just wanted to share that with you to let you know that that's one of the concepts. This is what we're attempting to do is create space because when there is no space between stimulus and response, what tends to happen is this. The stimulus happens. You respond usually on an emotional and physiological level. So there might be a heightened emotion. There's likely going to be a physiological response to that emotion. There might be a stress response, you know, an activation within you that feels really powerful. And then it's difficult to tolerate that feeling, right, because it's a really powerful feeling. Let's just say it's anger or frustration, or uh, maybe something feels unjust. And so in that moment, you believe that, you know, the the emotion's so high and it's so righteous. Like (laughs) I think it's actually really important to recognize that because actually our emotions inform us of what's important to us. So our emotions are all valid. They're all valid. Don't let anybody tell you differently. There are way too many people out there in the world 
that are shutting down emotions. No, if they're shutting down your emotions and making you feel bad about them, there is nothing wrong with you. You're human. You're doing things correctly if you're if you're experiencing emotions. And it doesn't matter how heightened they get. They're there. They're real. They're valid. They're important. Um, it's the other person's incapacity to deal with their own emotions that makes them shut yours down. So no feeling bad. You can come and have all the emotions here that you want. <laughs> They're all welcome and allowed and acceptable. So when the emotions are hard, maybe you've grown up in an invalidating environment so you haven't been allowed to have those emotions and express them and talk about them and resolve them or have the opportunity to resolve them. So they're too difficult for you to experience. And so you experience them but you don't know what to do with them. So you you have to get out of them somehow, which means you either need to shut them down or you need to do something about them. And so often in the response part is where you take action. And so you can act too quickly while that emotion is really heightened and you might actually be rewarded for that. You probably usually are. So the reward is that you've either decreased that original emotion that you have that you're finding hard to tolerate or or and or you've changed from that emotion to something else because maybe you, you know, said something in anger or spite or frustration or annoyance, you know, at somebody or about the situation you took an action from that space and then now you're kind of, feeling differently about it you're thinking oh god I shouldn't have said that I let myself get too carried away I'm feeling really guilty or ashamed or that person didn't respond how I wanted them to respond and it's made the situation worse no there's all these options right but what you've attempted to do is discharge that emotion that's difficult for you to tolerate and 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 you probably did do it. You probably did discharge it, but now it's changed into something else. It's got a different focus. <laughs> um, and so then that becomes hard to tolerate too. So the ideal situation, let's just say that we were all the Dalai Lama, and I think I've referred to him recently, uh, and I'll keep referring to him because, wow, I mean, wouldn't it be great? to have that much space between stimulus and response that he has. Oh, my heart sings just thinking about it. (laughs) Um, So ideally, right, we could have the stimulus that happens and we might, we're going to experience our response internally probably straight away, just like we did in the first scenario. But because we can now create space between the stimulus and the response, we've kind of um, removed ourselves from actually or actively responding, right? So first thing to note, yes, we're going to have the same internal response. We're going to have the same activations. But we're not going to act on them straight away. (laughs) That's the difference. 
I'm going to take some time to breathe. I'm going to take some time to let ourselves calm, to regulate those emotions. And that might mean doing something else different for a while, a nice distraction activity, some exercise, watching a TV show, having a cup of tea, you know, talking to somebody else, things that help regulate that emotion down. Because when we regulate the emotion down, we give ourselves a greater capacity to respond (laughs) within our value system or with maintaining (laughs) self-respect. Because when we are completely emotional, our logical kind of executive functioning has gone offline. It's really, really difficult uh, to respond in a logical way when our emotions are like ding, ding, ding when they're hitting the ceiling, right? So we want to give ourselves a better chance, which means we need to let that come back down, right? When that comes back down, then our executive functioning, our logical cognitive mind has a chance it comes back on board. Then we can include that. Uh, in our process. So we have the space, right? Now we've created the space. And we can acknowledge that the space might still be intolerable, but also by allowing and acknowledging and, and validating that, oh, wow, these feelings are really intense and whew, they might even be intolerable right now, but, uh, yep, I'm sitting with them. Okay, and now I'm going to explore what's happening. So I'm exploring my internal world. What happened? How am I feeling? What's my urge to do? You know, well, yep, I want to get in there. I don't want to tell, say this to this person. Um, what is it that I want? What outcome do I want? You know, what am I believing here? Um, what's upset me? Yeah, so we're just learning. We're learning about what's going on. Okay. And then we're acknowledging those things. Yeah, oh, yeah, this was really upsetting to me, you know. That person spoke to me, you know, with that tone of voice or they responded, you know, saying this to me and it felt really personal to me and it's actually really painful, you know. It's made me feel quite vulnerable and self-conscious about something in myself um, or about myself. And I'm feeling extra vulnerable and, you know, maybe I want to lash out at them or, you know, shut them back down or whatever that may be. So you're checking in and validating your response. Oh, I remember when I had an experience like this before, it was actually really painful or, you know, I grew up with this experience in my life and, yeah, this is exactly that same wound that's being reactivated. So we're acknowledging those things. We don't need to push the emotions away. We don't need to, um, you know, push the the memories or the awareness of it away. We want to bring it all in closer and allow it and give it some space. So creating more space by allowing those things. You'll be surprised. It sounds counterintuitive, but it's not. It does actually create more space. And remember, with more space, then we have a greater capacity to respond in ways um, that are conducive to maintaining our (laughs) self-respect. 
<laughs> which is important if we're trying to get ourselves out of crises and chaos in our lives and bring more stability, etc. So then we can really consider our options, right? Because as Frank- Victor Frankl says, like this is where um, in that space is our power to choose our response. In our response lies our growth and freedom. So when we pause and create that space, then we're giving ourselves an opportunity to think forwards instead of reacting so we can respond instead of reacting. And we can think about, well, what do we want? You know, we're not, we're not putting anything aside. We're acknowledging all of it. We're saying, yeah, this is what I'd really love to do. <laughs> and we can ask ourselves, well, would that be effective? No, but I'd love to do it. <laughs> um, and then we can say, okay, what would be more effective? What would, you know, if I responded in this way uh, and, you know, communicated in that way, uh, how would I feel at the end of that? And what outcomes would I likely get? And then you can proceed. Now that space might be 10 minutes. It might be an hour. It might be a day. It might be a week. (laughs) Um, But it's about creating that space so that you can process your internal world first. And then you can respond accordingly. And like I've mentioned many times before, I'm here. You don't have to figure out how to do this on your own. I'm here to facilitate it with you so that you can learn it, so that you can experience it, so that you can grow through it and create that space within you. Oh, how good does that feel? Just the idea of that space feels amazing, right? I love giving these shout outs. It's so exciting. You write to me, you do this like lovely review and I think, wow, I want to share this with other people. It's just so nice that you took the time to write about your experience and your words. So I've got a shout out to somebody who wrote to me on the Apple Podcasts app, uh, left a review there. I find listening to Michelle so calming. I've had her app for some time now and I've only recently begun listening to her podcasts. Her conversational manner and caring suggestions are so heartfelt. You can imagine sitting with a cuppa chatting with her as a trusted friend. Love these podcasts and I'm starting to listen to them all over again. Thanks, Michelle. Oh, thank you. The name on here is Anxiety. Thank you so much um, for writing those words. They really mean a lot to me and um, I'm just so pleased to hear that it feels really genuine and and trusting um, and safe for you. And that's really what I want to achieve, you know, for everybody to feel that way because you're not alone. Um, you're having an experience that can feel so lonely um, and I'm here, I know about it. I'm here to hear you, to listen to you, to do my best to bring benefit to you through these podcasts. So if you're listening, please pop a review on somewhere. 
Uh, I'll do a shout out for you as well, but I'd love to hear your words. These really light me up so much. And if you want to make contact with me any other way, you can head to my website, happyinside.com.au, where you'll find links to everything, to the app, the podcast, um, the one-on-one consultations with me, which of course are the very best way um, to receive benefit. Uh, And, you know, I work online across the world so um, you can, you know, chat with me from the comfort of your lounge room or your bedroom with your pet beside you. I'm, I'm literally just a click away. A shout out to one of my listeners, Aubrey Jean, who left a review for this podcast. Thank you so much. I wanted to share a few of those words here for you. Aubrey Jean talks about the life experience with IBS, the difficulty with elimination diets and says, somehow my dysfunctional gut managed to tell me food wasn't my problem. In the past few years, with some major life stressors, my gut became a source of complete misery. In the evenings, I'd be so bloated that I would be in tears to my partner, so fed up, so tired and desperately wanting my body to be normal. Always Googling for new advice, I finally stumbled across Happy Inside and I've not looked back. I've also incorporated reading, osteopath visits, a couple of acupuncture visits and yoga and meditation. But the thing that gives me clear, encouraging, 
practical guidance and real changes in my thinking has been this podcast. One particularly amazing revelation was how emotional I became listening to Michelle describe coming home to your body. I encourage anyone struggling with their gut or any chronic pain to listen to all the episodes and consider the Happy Inside app too. I'm so grateful, Michelle. Thank you. Oh, Aubrey Jean, thank you so much. It is so dear to me to hear your words and your gratitude and so fulfilling to hear that I've reached you and had some influence in your life. Thank you so much. These reviews mean a great deal to me. I love hearing your experiences and I know personally in my life that I review a lot of things before I buy them, engage with them, etc. I know we love to hear about other people's experiences and I love to hear about yours. So please know that there are many avenues uh, where you can leave reviews. There's the Google reviews if you simply Google Happy Inside. There is, of course, all the reviews for this podcast. For whatever platform you're listening on, there is a review system there. Before you end, before you put your phone down, you can simply go on and and pop your review in there and your thoughts and your experiences. Um, There's the review of the iPhone app as well. There's so many places where you can share your experiences to help inform others and to get that information back to me, which is so fulfilling. I really appreciate it. And of course, if you want to make contact with me, the best place to go is to my website, happyinside.com.au, where you can find links to Instagram, Facebook, Um, the booking links uh, where you can go on and and make a booking for one-on-one consultations with me, no matter where you are across the world. I hope that we meet or make contact sometime soon.